Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes my browsing experience better. Way better than yours if you don't use it. Why? Because I can block online trackers. I can block annoying pop-up ads and malware. I can browse safely, securely, wherever I am, even if I'm right here on all my devices. This laptop, actually this is a desktop, what, what am I saying? But this laptop right here, this phone right here, that router over there, the TV over there, all with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can also save on pay-per-views. Maybe you want to check out AEW without commercials. Maybe you miss the old WWE Network. Maybe you want to buy a big UFC pay-per-view with an overseas service at a much more affordable rate. NordVPN.com slash Fightful not only has you covered, but when you get one of their plans, you're effectively going to save yourself money. And I'm going to save you some more. Four months free on top of that deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful, here with a name you know. We talked to him in person last time at WrestleCade just a few years ago. Now we got him here. You can see him every week. MLW on Reels. We got Davey Boy Smith Jr. How you doing, man? Doing great. Thank you very much for having me on here, Sean Ross. Always, always love talking to you. There's always plenty to, to talk to you about. You're back in MLW. I'm I'm excited to learn like how how did this return sort of come about? Who reaches out to you to make this a reality? Uh yeah, I'm certainly uh excited and glad to be back with Major League Wrestling as well. You know, I always have a special uh, place in my heart for major league wrestling, you know, it was my first um, independent uh, pro wrestling event in the United States. I worked for being a 17 year old kid flying from Calgary, doing my chemistry homework on the plane <laughs> with, uh, along with Teddy Hart, TJ Wilson and uh, Jack Evans. So, you know, um, uh, uh, Mr. St. Laurent and um, Court Bauer reached out to me about returning and it just was uh felt like the right right thing to do i you haven't um you know schedule wise i've been kind of content with uh I, I enjoy being at home more and um mlw schedules a lot less and it just seems to be a place where i have a lot of creative input and um they're really the right fit for me and and you know msl and cord have been great with working with me over the years and really have given me a great opportunity. And they said that the doors were open for, you know, uh, me to come back. And it's been, um, it's been really great so far. And I brought along my cousins from the UK, the Billington Bulldogs. And uh, we've been having a blast ever since. And, um, you know, I like to consider MLW my home. 
You mentioned the Billington Bulldogs. I mean, MLW has been probably ahead of the curve more than any company about bringing in next-generation wrestlers, and not just next-generation wrestlers for name value, ones that are talented in the ring, too. So it's not just bringing people in because they have a name. It's bringing people in who have a name, and they can bring it in the ring. We've seen it with Devon Erics. We saw it with Brian Pillman. We've seen it with with countless others. I mean, it seems like a a real inroads for a lot of talent. I mean, you you mentioned it was for you. Absolutely. You know, you got guys like the Von Erics. That's, uh, there are a couple great talents as well. You know, Jacob Fatu, he's, um, he's quite a specimen. I mean, the guy is athletic as hell and, uh, just, uh, you know, he's got those, those Samoans are all natural wrestlers, you know, Uh, what else can I say? They're, they're great. And, um, you know, uh, Myself uh, and the Billington Bulldogs coming into MLW as well. And um, Court's given us a really great foundation and uh, a great platform to, you know, showcase our skills. So it's it's been uh, great. Would I be right in assuming that the no ropes catch wrestling idea was, was one that you probably pushed for? I, I you know, it was... It, it was, you know, it's a different feel. It's originally the blood sport idea. And they... Um, they approached me with it, and I was I was all I was all for it because, you know, I, re- I really want to um, you know push the catch wrestling style and uh, something that's different that you're not going to see on uh, on TV, you know, Monday and Friday nights, right? So you know something like that that's going to intrigue the uh, mixed martial arts audience and uh, submission grappling audience as well. So I I, I pushed for it, but it wasn't it was there. Um, it was their idea uh, initially, so and a good one at that. And I mean, everybody knows about your family lineage, but you did a lot of work with Billy Robinson before he passed as well. I remember, I, I believe you yes. had your face blurred in one of the videos. I think you were under contract at the time, uh, weren't you? Yeah, I was. That was Jesus. Uh, we were doing um, instructionals for scientific wrestling, and it was actually at Ronda Rousey's old high school in oh, wow. Los Angeles. And I remember the map said Samohi, Samohi. Um, and yeah, so it's pretty cool. And I got to train with Josh Barnett and Eric Paulson. Uh, that was the first time I met Eric at that point. And um, yeah, at the time, I mean, it probably in hindsight, it didn't really matter because, um, you know, the, the instructionals didn't come out till years later. And it wasn't like I was doing anything to, you know, make money off WWE with this. Um, sure. So. But yeah, I just I said to Jake just to be safe, just have my name blurred out and don't mention me in the instructional. And he's like, "Oh damn, man, we did so much with you." And you know, I mean, I was stiff and sore because I've been rolling with Josh, and then was pretty much the UK dummy for all Billy and Josh's submissions for like two straight days. And those were just the ones that showed. I mean, it was four hours of getting thrown and. Uh, submission holes shown on me so it was um i mean it was it was a lot of a lot of work and a lot of content so uh yeah yeah for sure i got i was just spending some time with uh josh barnett also in los angeles and uh got to do some live catch matches um that's awesome yeah which was a great experience again and and i was up there um helping train and prepare john morrison um john hennigan excuse me for his upcoming pro boxing fight. So um, that's awesome. We, we did an interview with him recently yeah, to promote experience. it. Yeah. 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 Hope he does well and good on him for taking the challenge. You know, that's, uh, that's kind of stepping out of his comfort zone. Cause 
he's a he's a really um, athletic, great wrestler. Uh, people wouldn't know like a collegiate amateur. He's extremely fast. So you know, boxing isn't his thing, but he's stepped up to the challenge and wants to uh, test himself, which I think is, uh, I think that's great and uh, very comparable to um, to John. So hope he does well, and uh, I'll be there to support him all the way. I had the good fortune of doing a Billy Robinson, Billy Scott seminar before Billy Robinson passed away. And I got half hatch suplexed about 20 times in a row by my coach as, as Billy Robinson kept saying, do it again, do it again, do it yeah. again. <laughs> I love it. One of the, That's great. One of the yeah. most positive experiences like of, of my life that was, it was, it was just fantastic. I remember videos emerging yes. of you training with Batista as well. Like, like doing some yeah. MMA training yeah. with him. Yeah, uh, I was training. I helped Dave train for uh, his MMA debut, and uh, it's funny, just you know, coincidence. I think it was when he was debuting his his first fight. I was uh, flying to New Japan for my return trip, and we had we were on the plane, and and while the fight was happening, was when we were was uh, Loki and I were on the same flight, and we had to wait till we landed to check the results. We saw Dave one. Yeah, which was great, and um, yeah, so it was a fun fight camp. Myself, Dave, um, you know, God rest his soul, uh, Stefan Bonner. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's really too bad. Um, Eric Alberasin and did uh, um, a couple other guys down there. Justin McCauley. Yeah, and um, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's uh, glad to be a part of that as well. Dave was always a, been a great guy, and um, you know. The type of person to give you the shirt off his back and uh, very giving and um, nice guy and a great training partner. You mentioned the, the Billington Bulldogs, who I know MLW is very high on. I mean, I've spoken to people there that, that like them an awful lot. How close hat were you all before before this? Like, did you all keep in touch regularly? Was it like, like how was that relationship before you all started to, to team more regularly? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. Well, um, I hadn't seen them since, oh, geez, they were, oh, man, like it had been uh, 2014. Mm -hmm. 
would have been the last time I'd seen them. So they, they were young kids. And then I, I was keeping in touch with them on social media and through their Instagram and Facebook pages and with uh, their father, Mark. And I'd seen their progress and I thought, wow, they really, um, they went and took a quantum leap with their skills and, uh, and everything like that. And it started to get some really good experience. So, and then they, they had a great coach with uh, Marty Jones as well. So I, I didn't necessarily uh, have a, a, a super close relationship, just would have been when I would visit, I would see them for, they pop in and say hi. And then all of a sudden, the next thing I know, it's you know, uh, Instagram and everything. They're, you know, coming off the top rope with all the drop kicks and the headbutts and stuff. So, uh, you know, and they, they came to Calgary and they decided to stay for a while and work with some of the, the local circuits here, which is good to get experience. And then I trained with them a couple times and their basics are all pretty good and uh, they just need experience and, you know, um, uh, keep, you know, they're still young, stem filled out, so just keep training and um, we'll, we'll keep do, doing better and, and, and also staying safe, and, you know. Reminder, you can check out MLW on Reels every Tuesday. Uh, I was mentioning uh, you've had this program with Alex Kane, been involved heavily with him in MLW, and he's another guy that came into yes. MLW and immediately rose to to incredible heights. How has that been for you? Because yeah. I, I would imagine you, you had never worked with Alex Kane before this, I, I would imagine. No, I, I hadn't. Uh, I was not really uh, aware about him. Um yeah, since he's come to MLW, he's really stepped up, and he's got a great amateur background himself. And uh, he's very talented, and he's he's a good athlete, and you know he's uh, I guess the self-proclaimed suplex machine. And um, we've wrestled each other, battled each other a couple times now, which is yet to be seen on on reels. So I'm not going to uh, spoil any of that for the audience unless they were there live. <laughs> um, so you know um, we've. Uh, it's been uh, a it's been great you know it's been a good a real pleasure to share the squared circle with alex and i thought that our first singles match that we had at the ecw arena was um was really awesome and the crowd really responded well to it and it was um you know the type of wrestling like that you know exchanging suplexes and submission holds and you know working wrestling snug and and, and stiff and solid and um, they were uh, great matches, so I'm looking forward to seeing those uh, every Tuesday night on uh, 10 p.m. on Reels. And the Billington Bulldogs, they have a match coming up that's uh, this Tuesday against the FBI. Oh, I love so, it. So, um, well, fans, tune into that. So, I think I've done three or four interviews with you. I've never really spoken to you about your family, and I'm interested yeah. for, about some some sort of light. Well, I guess they're lighter topics. When you see Brett, who is one of my favorite interviews of all time, I, like I, I got to interview him, and I said, I'm going to get the positive Brett Hart interview. I'm going to get him in a good mood. He's going to say nice things about people. And I said, who does the best sharpshooter yeah. besides you? And he looked at me, and he goes, it's a lot easier if I told you who did the worst ones. I loved it. Like It, <laughs> it popped me. But when you see him burying Goldberg to the point to where it's a bit now, do you ever get a kick out of it? Like, do you, do you enjoy that? Do you look at that and you're like, I know what he's doing here. Uh, you know, I don't really know. I, I know I understand where he's coming from with that situation. 
and it probably did cost him his career, you know, did cost him his yeah, career yeah. and might have had, um, you, you know, some possibly helped with, I guess, augmented what happened with his stroke. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand, I, you know, I, I don't, that's his, that's his beef personally. I like Bill a lot. And I was hoping that maybe one day we could have worked together because I like his, you know, he's just very bang on. There's just don't get any super kicks from him, of course. <laughs> um, uh, you know, spears and jackhammers are fine, maybe not that, but but no, I, I I like both guys, and he's obviously still has issues to this day with it. And you know, I I understand where he's coming from, but I, I like Bill too, so it's. It is what it is. I'm, it's not my place to to say whether he's right or wrong to say it, and that's his opinion. And you know, maybe um, that's we all have different we all have opinions, right? So we yeah. all don't agree on everything, and and that's uh, how he feels. So you have to respect where he's coming from. And I I don't have anything uh, good or bad to say about it. Really, just it is what it is. It's too, it's too bad. It's like it's kind of like with with Austin and Owen when he broke, you know, sure. dropped him with the pile driver just. One of those things that happened, and you know, thankfully Steve was able to continue his career after that. But it definitely left a nasty uh, scar on his career, and uh, I think probably cut it short with um, the way how he had to exit the wrestling business with all other injuries and other things included. But it seems like Brett's in on the bit now. Like it seems like he knows that people get a kick out of it. Like. I, I remember I asked him about El yeah. Dandy because I loved that El Dandy promo. And he goes, yeah, El Dandy was great. Would have loved to work with him instead of Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, maybe he's, you know, that, see, that, that's kind of funny. Yeah. It is. Like, I think he's in yeah. on the bit. Like, I think he knows that, that people are going to giggle about it. I don't think he means anything malicious yeah. by it now. Uh we we've also yeah. seen Natalia and and TJ sort of take over the dungeon moniker. What do you think about that? Like we see a lot of people popping up just to go train with them. I know that they put in a good word for a, a guy like Jason Cade who did some training there. Now he's doing some producing yeah. in WWE. Oh, is he? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's doing some uh, producing. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, good on him. Um, you know, they got a good. They got a, a, a nice ring there, and we're definitely giving back to a lot of the talent that um, are able to show up. And you know, they they run them through good hard training practices. And, and TJ's an excellent coach. I can't really think of a better coach off the top of my head, except for maybe myself, um, or as good technically. And he's got a great wrestling mind, um, so you know that's good. You know, I, I haven't uh, I haven't paid much attention to that, but it's good. I know there were some women that had been released by WWE, and they told me they would only come back if TJ was producing their matches. Like that's how well regarded he oh, wow. is in that. Like yeah. I, I know he didn't do the Royal Rumble last year, and a few people passed. They're like. If TJ ain't doing it, then we don't we don't want to come back and do it because he's so oh, well wow. regarded. Yeah. Wow, and I know that you had, uh, of course, your brief return to WWE. If they called, what would you say at this point? Is it one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'd consider it again, new regime, or is it one of those? Well, I don't know. Been there, done that a couple times. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, you know, they're they're probably going to offer the highest uh, guaranteed contracts. Sure. 
right now. So uh, it would just be for the money, and I would just say it would that would all I'd be. It wouldn't be for I couldn't give two shits about being there otherwise. Just be <laughs> for the money. To be to be perfectly honest, I don't uh, I don't really watch the product anymore or anything. So um, if it was for the was for money, sure. But uh, otherwise, no. I just got. During that, with that. during that last run, did they ever present creative for you? Because I know a lot of us were like, when, when's he debuting? You popped up in the dark match that, that happened. But like, other than that, we were all just kind of waiting for you to come back. No, uh, well, no, I, I, you know, I didn't really know where the run was going. Um, I did, did good with my two dark matches and I got myself into really, um, tip top shape. I was, was about two close to two eighty lean with abs and invested a lot of money and time into uh, work, you know, with getting meal prepping done and all that sort of stuff. So the last thing I had heard was I was going to, the idea was for me to debut on a SmackDown as the Stampede Stud, which I kind of, wow. I kind of dug the name, but I, you know, it's like, well, man, Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll try to work with it. Well, I'm not going to go against the tide on this one. And it's, and I was positive about things. And then it was just out of nowhere. I got, uh, Suppose the budget cuts, even though the company still grossed one of its highest years uh, financially. So that just tells me that they're looking to sell it. So whatever, and yeah. it was what it was. And I'm, I was happy for the for the free money. And um, <laughs> you know, hey, what, what what else could I? I can't really be as disappointed that nothing happened. But I can't, uh, you know, was as much as as hard as it was, not boggle me down. And and uh, you know, just. Take it was it was, and hey, you know what? Maybe I would go back. Maybe not. I'm not not sure. uh, pessimistic about it, but I'm not uh, kind of unsure about going back there. What what that might entail? I don't I don't know what kind of idea that they would have. So it really seems like you're able to do like just a lot of cool shit outside of WWE. Honestly, I mean, like the the Moxley Bloodsport match, Bloodsport in general, like that concept is so great. Team in with like Doug Williams. Like I thought when I saw that matchup, I was like, that's brilliant. I, I love that. The stuff with the Billington Bulldogs. Oh, thank like, you. Like you're getting to do all this like really, really cool stuff outside of the auspices of WWE. So as you mentioned, like when, when they just were like, what are we doing? I don't know. But then you get to go outside and do all this stuff. Does it like, how does that make you feel like when you look back on that run? Is it like, well, probably might be better out here. Yeah. You know, like one of the cool things about um, working outside of there is like, you know, I got to been able to help with my uncle Brett with this new dungeon wrestling project we've had. And um, we just, we did very well at the last pavilion show almost sold it out, which is, um, an increase from the first time when we were there in October. So it's, it's building, which is, which is great. You don't want it to start high and then they, it starts to fizzle off, which a lot of the companies the last 20 years or so that have tried to do that here, it seems to happen. It's kind of a, a pattern. So, you know, being able to work at the pavilion, I mean, stuff like that is just priceless because that's where, you know, I grew up and watching Stampede Wrestling as a, as a kid and, my dad and Dynamite Kid and uh, Brad Nolan and, uh, you know, Bad News Allen and all these great uh, superstars got to perform there. And just the nostalgia of, it, of being back in that arena is just like, you know, that stuff like that really gives me that 
you know, that, that, uh, lights that fire in me and gives me that, or that urge. And, and actually, you know, um, growing up being a young, you know, teenager watching ECW, being at the ECW arena, working with MLW, it's, it's, you know, I've, I've grown to really, uh, really like that and, uh, adore that arena. You know, it's, it's just the, the nostalgia of being there and, and what my first singles match I had with Alex Kane at the ECW arena, but it should be airing in a, with weeks to come was, I thought it was really, it was really awesome. And, and just, you know, that ECW style crowd when they're really into it. So stuff like that's been great. Um, you know, that's the stuff like that, that you can really uh, cherish those memories for years to come. And, uh, you know, you can't do this forever. So if you get opportunities like that, you know, you just go out there and give it your all. And um, I'm very much appreciative to MLW for giving me that platform and, that opportunity to uh, showcase my skills and the what I think is the right direction. I always felt that MLW board uh, under my guidance as well have had the best idea of, of how to present me as a package, and that's that's um, that's been great. And I'm very fortunate to have MLW. You mentioned the, the dungeon wrestling shows. I know Bollywood Boys worked there, Pillman, uh, Masters, Nick Aldis. They look like fun shows. Yeah. And, and using Absolutely. the Stuart Heritage Championship that you held for forever, it seems like you held that title. Almost 3,000 days. Yeah. My no, gosh. It, was some, it was something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I got a chance to wrestle Nick at the October event, and he won the uh, over uh, some skullduggery. Um, shocking took the uh yeah uh took the Stu Hart heritage championship from me so i'm looking to get that back but nick's a great performer and he really knows how to pre present himself um you know that old school kind of uh like the harley race or nick bockwinkle kind of image and he's able to back it up in the ring and and uh, i thought we had a hell of a match i haven't been able to watch it back yet um it hasn't been uh, it, I know someone has it on film, but sure. it hasn't been aired for uh, YouTube or DVD or anything. But but I, I had a real um, a real blast working with Nick. He's he's quite a, he's a top notch performer. Reminder, guys, you can check out MLW on Reels every Tuesday. Davy Boy Smith Jr. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, yeah, uh, let us know where they can follow you on social media or, or follow any of your projects. Yes, absolutely. You can follow me at DB Smith Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. I do have a Facebook account, but everything I post or present that just gets forwards there. So I'm not on there necessarily for it's just for um, promoting myself and, and anything else. So, yes, definitely check me out on there. And also you can check me out at BJJ Fanatics for my catch wrestling uh, tutorial I did last year on the Kimura double wrist lock. Hell and yeah. uh, thank, I want to thank all the fans for all their support and check out MLW every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. on Reels. Guys, until next time, we're out.